How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 30 Chapter 4 This is Season 30 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 4. In this episode, we will be incorporating our understanding of the tonic-dominant relationship with the interplay between capital, labor and orthogonal thought. The interplay between the tonic-dominant relationship requires us to update the dichotomy between labor and capital in the generation of orthogonal thought. First off, when the dominant meets the expectations of the tonic, it has in the past been described as a conjoined expectation contract. That is to say, that one expectation is paired with another, one action with another. But in the context of the economy, what is often exchanged for labor, that is, meeting the expectations of the tonic, is an intangible such as money. Most economic activity follows the exchange of currency for labor, as opposed to service for service. Thus, the division of capital and labor can be explained the following way. First, capital is liquid. That is to say, it can be exchanged for goods or services. It can be used to create a tonic-dominant relationship with some other third party. But more importantly, in the translation of one's labor to capital through service, one is removing the personal from the experience, one is translating one's labor to something abstract, which can be used to exchange for something personal again. Thus, in the interplay between capital and labor there is a quality of orthogonal thought. Thus, in the translation of capital to labor, there must be a corresponding generation of orthogonal thought. To put it another way, currency is the manifestation of the experience of labor in the meeting of the expectations of the tonic. This has the effect of generating orthogonal thought coincident with that exchange, which promulgates further orthogonal thought through a chain reaction. Currency is the medium of abstraction, the elimination of context. Now, what is it that one receives in exchange, apart from a service, for the payment of currency or capital? The answer is confidence that one's expectations will be met. This confidence powers orthogonal thought because it is free and unattached, just as capital is free and unattached. Thus, the abstraction created by capital's exchange for labor, powers the generation of orthogonal thought. Now, it can be said that since the social economy functions on both conjoined expectation contracts and divisive expectation contracts, the exchange of capital for labor, in acquiring free confidence, represents a divisive expectation contract. And this makes sense, since capital in and of itself is effectively nothing. It has no substance, apart from the demand and the supply of it. Thus, the quality that is actually exchanged for the capital in the payment for services, is free confidence, that one's expectations will be met by the dominant. In conclusion, orthogonal thought is powered by free confidence, generated by the exchange of capital for labor from the tonic to the dominant. The whole economy operates on this principle of alienating confidence from labor, the tonic acquiring the certainty that his or her expectations will be met by some other. Through this, the tonic achieves the extension of his or her consensuality. More importantly, the alienation of labor from capital begets orthogonal thought. The abstraction of experience and translation into currency manifesting as the decontextualization of experience through currency. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.